I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike Home Kit is out now. Buy it today, along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. 150 years of breakthroughs, milestones and triumphs. 150 years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of generous community support. You can give kids a future where they get freckles instead of chemotherapy and paper cuts instead of surgery. Children's National Hospital. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. It's the day, Trevor's. <laughs> Constant, incessant, glorious mooching. Klopp's Liverpool are running, hurrying, closing down like a team of demented seven-year-olds. And the goals against Colin is starting to look better. But we're not scoring. And all Marty Skirtle is still up to his tricks. I'm Trev Downey. And joining me tonight in the Gagan Bunker to analyse the start of Jurgi Bear's reign are Stephen Daly, Paul Brennan and Phil Case. Okay, okay we'll start um, with a review of... Spurs nil, Liverpool nil. So, uh, look, we're not going to pretend to do any complex analysis of the methods and the influence of Klopp just yet. But there was quite a lot to like. Um, even a decimated squad, um, we could see something, certainly in the first half of the first half, I think there was quite a bit there to see. Um, what, Steve, what struck you um, in terms of um, initial just thoughts on the match? When you finish your, your, your gel, should I should I come back to you? No, 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 I'm okay. good. I'm good. Okay, then. Um, there was a couple of things. I think the intensity of the play, like the, the willingness for the players to get up um, so quickly mm. and pressure, and it, it caused Spurs for the first twenty minutes to look like they just wanted to kick the ball away. They didn't mm. want to try and play football. Mm. They didn't want. They they were bamboozled. By Rattled. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the way we we mooched right from the front. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think I think it was very impressive from us. Um, listen, it's hard to read too much into it. He was what he had three days with his players. You know, after the international break, he had a few of them there beforehand. Mm. Um, but you know, there was there was three or four days. He's really just, I'm sure, in that time, tried to instill what his plans will be. Yeah. Rather than, you know, I've heard talk of us having three training sessions a day and whatever else. But you can imagine a lot of that were walkthrough sessions. This is what I want you to do when the ball's in this area. This is how I want us set up, blah, blah, blah. I want us to mooch from the front. He clearly wants um, our, our most forward players 
mooching straight straight from the off. He wants them coming up onto their player within you know three seconds of them receiving the ball, and and because of that, Spurs just couldn't deal with it. Mm. Um, over the game, yeah, of course, players got tired, um, and and you know you saw the likes of Lucas, the likes of Lalana probably were the most noticeable that went out of the game as it went a little bit further on, I felt. You think fatigue? Yeah, well, listen. Constantly you know, emotional will do that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you know what I mean? They've, they've, they've pressed harder and and uh, <laughs> he is literally shaking over <laughs> in the corner. Um, yeah, you know, they, they've, they've had to work a lot harder than yeah. probably they have done in the last few games. Whether that's, you know, we can't say whether that's the fact that Klopp wants them to mooch so much hmm. or whether it's the fact that it's a new manager in and you just get that extra little you 10, 15 percent anyway. Every you? team gets yeah, that. Of you know what I mean? So I don't know. Like I was, I was very pleased with it. Like I think we'd have taken a draw at Spurs. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing the situation we were in, had that been two weeks ago, we were playing three at the back with Chan and in the back three. You know, we were we were set up, and and I think Spurs might have caused us harm on the day. We, you know, we were probably lucky to to not concede a goal. I thought Mignolet had a decent game and and made a couple of good very saves. Very decent game. But given the given the injuries that we have at the minute, you look at who we were missing seven people who you would class as first teamers or, yeah. or very very close to, yeah. to to staking a claim for a place, and especially up top, like you're missing Benteke, you're missing um, Sturridge, you know, Origi looked at, and you're missing Ings as well, a player who scored three goals in five yeah. games for us, you know, any one of those three in instead of Origi, and I think we'd have caused them more problems up top. Fair enough. Um, Paul Klopp himself said something about. Uh, the zero on the right of the column was the thing that he was hanging on to as the real achievement of the game. And first, he had said in advance, you know, we got to get solid first. Yeah. Um, is that the big takeaway for you? Yeah, definitely. Like, it's our first clean sheet since about 1997 or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, so, no, yeah. Um, which, yeah, like Steve said, uh, it was a good kind of place to build from. It was a good kind of indicator of what we can expect. Obviously, it, it didn't go fully to plan. It wasn't as if we were, like, dominating them for... 90 minutes mm. but we we did put the mooch on them quite well I thought and mm. um, yeah especially like when you consider the game he's coming into the game he's missing like half the first team basically and mm. uh, it's it's his first game he's, he's trained three days Look. <laughs> he's, he's trained with these players for about three days and like for if you're going to go out and mooch a team like Spurs is one of the hardest teams to do it to because mm. like the amount that they run <laughs> like they're, they're trying to mooch you back basically they mooch you right back yeah so yeah so yeah, I think the the first half an hour basically be looking to get that you know for most of the game from yeah. us going forward. That kind of I thought we did kind of mooch quite well during the game, mm. but like the first half hour was where you really saw the gegen mooching. Yeah, it's the finest form of mooching. Yeah. To be fair, Phil, was that what what struck you as well? Um, the solidity at the back, or was it the full press mooch? Yeah, look, you know, all you want to do is see the signs, you know, and it's so hard to know what this team is going to look like in six, eight months time. Mm. You know, from from the off, we, you know, this whole thing is about intensity. This whole game plan is about intensity. It's about it's about forcing the other opposition to to make mistakes. And if you make the, if you get them to to make the mistakes as close to their own goal as possible, you inevitably create chances. And and that's what was the most impressive part about it was like in the first twenty six minutes to me showed what this team is going to be fifty percent of what this team is going to be about. It was just relentless. Like like why do you, why I, do you round it out to twenty six? Be, because at that stage, then Lucas's legs go and the Lions' <laughs> legs twenty six minutes. Yeah, twenty six minutes. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, and then <clears throat> we were sort of down. Like there wasn't the mobility in midfield anymore. And you know, Lalana's leg he wasn't as as fluid and as mobile around the pitch. But if you look up until then, you can see a new you could see a new work ethic in the team. And some of this is obviously going to be as well that you know the, the the hunger and the desire to play for Klopp. You know, just that that first game. I really want to go out and impress. I really want to do it all. And even in the, the initial parts where it's you know when we've won the ball up there, it's it looks to be intricate movements. There isn't this just this random fucking toss the ball into the box and hope what's going on. Mm. They were trying to play triangles around the edge of the box. It wasn't coming off, but you can see that that's what he wants. He wants to be. He wants to pull the other defence because we've got them so far back in their own half. He wants to pull them out of shape to create gaps for really good technical players. The likes of Coutinho, the likes of even Moreno. 
the likes mm. of Chan to get up and join in, and to be able to get into those gaps so that when the bla- they can play little spin passes around the edge, they've pulled one of the players out, they've pulled them into them, and they've created that space. Very similar to how Wenger's team would do when they attack. They pull other teams. Mm. No matter how you set up, you can put all the players in the box if you want. They'll eventually pull you out of shape purely because players start interchanging in roles. They're not in the same position. You're going, shit, should I... You, know, you have to go and meet the ball have to at go some meet, point yeah. and, and therefore disturb the check. And it all comes... And I don't like the thing about Brendan Rodgers when he was there was we were the, the style of game that he was espousing is the style of game that Jurgen Klopp was trying to implement. And you know, in, in that going back to where we're running 13 and 14, one of the things that we talked about was how as a team, you know, we moved right up onto on, onto the opposition and we got right in close to them and we mm. just fucking you know, we wouldn't let them move out of that. But that was only six months. We've had one game and I've I've never seen a manager with such little time to work with a team already infuse an ideology and a style and a method into the way that he plays. Oh, you don't think it's too much to say that? You think it's definitely... No, there. you can see it. There was a total emphasis on getting into those players, you know, to make sure that when we mooched that they could not get out. You know, they were, there was no options. They were closing the options off left, right and centre. And I've heard people say, oh, so that's just working for 90 minutes. Well, if that was the case, then every single team in England would mooch as hard as, 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 as we did on, do on Saturday. But well, I, I think that's half the thing. I think Brendan Rodgers wanted his teams to press, whereas Klopp wants his teams to mooch. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the difference in it. You know, and, mm. and that's, that's where it's sustainable. Mm. You know, you, you can, I, I suppose, as time went on, the, the pressing dropped off, whereas Klopp's teams have always mooched for 90 minutes every game. They mooch, they mooch, they mooch. Relentless and, Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, there's no, there's no two ways around that. Mm. You know, and, and I think that's what he's tried to, <laughs> to, or is going to try and instill what between do, now and Christmas. What did you think of, of the... Um... But can I, just on that, if you see <clears throat> the, so the chances, that the half chances that we were making, it all came from that, from the three players up front, just completely closing out space, completely closing out the man not letting them tour, not letting them have the easy pass. An awful lot of the time when, 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 when you look at other teams, you know, they look to close out space and options when the team has come out of their own tour and is starting to move into the middle tour yeah. and, into, and, yeah. and into the final tour. Mm. Whereas in this, we wanted to get it and on the edge of their 18-yard box. We wanted to get them, make them make the mistakes there. And when, when those lads went in and you could see the difference, as, as, as Steve says, between a press and a mooch is just that you can't turn. You can't turn. No matter what way you turn, the mooch is on you. And it's like, no matter what you do, it's just, it, there's nowhere to go. So inevitably, you're able to nick the ball and win it back. Mm. Now, all we have to do is be a bit more cuter in possession. Because if we get cuter in possession, then that, no team will be able to survive the mooching. There was, there was a, a few periods in the game where I thought the enthusiasm was there. But the organisation clearly isn't yet because he has only had such a short time to work the players. And at times I thought we resembled a, a kids team swarming around after a ball in, in numbers. Um, not headless, but not as organised as you'd like. Steve. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> And agree. it will come. Of course, exactly. And, yeah. and you know, that's what it is. You take any sport anywhere, you get a manager in three days who asks you to play in a different way. Yes, we kept the same formation, so that helped. Uh, but you ask, you get a manager in who asks you to, to play in a certain way and, and I'm sure I would uh, from listening to him you would assume that his thing was listen if we're going to lose lose bravely the, the, you know his, his ideas are be brave on the ball don't be afraid to make a mistake yeah. try do the right thing so I'm sure that's what he's instilled for, to, to the, you know for that first week he was there that's what he's been instilling for the players that were there for the full week even the ones that came back late you know this is what I want you to do Try it. If it doesn't work, I'll hold my hands up and 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 take the the, the you know the the blame away from you boys. Mm. But this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to try. And you know, I, I suppose that's that's what we're going to get over time. We listen. We don't know we're going to get over time no. because it all depends on how the players that we have adapt. I thought Coutinho was terrible the other day, or or maybe not terrible, just but, ineffective, but but very ineffective. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas and I on the at, ball, in, on the ball, ineffective. Oh yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Doing, He was doing the job. He was asked out of possession, but yeah. the things that we'd normally Associate praise yeah, and associate yeah, 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 yeah. for, he didn't deliver. Yeah. Now there could be an element of the fact that Origi wasn't making the same runs as what. Storage, storage rings would have done and therefore <laughs> we've always seen that from Coutinho you know when he's had Balotelli in front of him he's looked ineffective when he's had uh, Ricky Lambert there he's looked ineffective mm. because the balls he wants to play where his brain is telling him to put the ball the smart place there's no to put it there. there's no one going there so yeah. he has to alter his game 
to who's up front. Yeah. So that's probably that's probably played a part in it, you know. Um, I, th- I, th- I think a lot though, you know, from from Saturday as as much as as as, as we talked about, you know, the way we went at them, and you know, but the real focus has to be, you know, how good defensively Cloyne, Moreno, and Sacco were. Because they looked, they just looked different players, mm. you know, and how atrocious Martin Skirtle was. Mm. Like, I, th- I think it just shows up how poor of a defender that fella is. Well, hopefully, you know, listen, I never want to see our players doing poorly, but I think a lot of us on this podcast anyway have have said that Skirtle has been nearly uh, a victor of, of fortune in the sense of... of you know what has happened to other defenders around him. Yeah. We haven't been able to take him. He, he never gets injured, so he never is out of the side. So mm-hmm. therefore, as other people break around him, he's the constant. He's still there. You know, mm-hmm. and and you don't want to constantly change up your defense. <clears throat> so you try not to as much as you can. So you know that's that's why he stayed there. I think with time, he probably won't suit um, I, I, the style of play I, or the way we. You I know, was the, able to picture Paul Brennan on Saturday while watching the match when the Harry Kane conspiracy. Fucking was tearing Skirtle and doing. Yeah. Like I've never like he completely dominated Skirtle. Yeah, by doing mm. nothing, yeah. literally by doing nothing. Yeah, planting his arse. The, the, re- the rest of the team just seemed to be able to take the ball off Kane at will yeah. and neutralize him. But anytime he went near Skirtle, like it was the the Skirtle Calamity. show all over again. Do you remember yeah. the one the first half where he just fell over? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He waved his Time Lord stick and <laughs> just fell over. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, Sacco and and Cham were were excellent. You know, and it was really nice to see yeah, well, Cham gone in there. I'm not saying he was faultless, far mm. from it, but it's where we've wanted to see him play. Since well, let's let's put a bit of shape on him. We'll work our way through the team like that. But just, just like you've you've started speaking about the defense there, and we're pretty much guaranteed. Like I don't know, is it fair to say that this is probably the first manager eventually, like you say, Steve, who will probably discover the truth about Martin's girdle that he's not really... Listen, he, he is a decent defender. It, it, the way we've tried to play is... I, I, you put him in a different team and I think he'd look fine. You know what I mean? I think he'd look fine in a, in a reactive defence that, that likes to sit on the edge of their 18 I actually and, think he'd look, and he'd last-ditch look, tackles. He'd look a decent defender in a Jose Mourinho defence. Yeah, something where like that where it was well drilled. Mm. They will they will accept mm. balls into the box from wide areas, yeah. and they are set up to to block out in front of them. You know, they're they're not left to to be torn apart yeah. by only the best teams. I suppose manage it with Chelsea. But but reali- realistically, we were lucky to survive some of his calamities there on Saturday. We've been lucky to survive you some know, of his calamities all season long. From the first yeah. game of the season, yeah. he's been doing crazy shit, just falling over the ball. And it's not a rescuable situation, in your opinion. Is it? Is it a rescuable? Any, situation? Anything could be rescuable. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know what what Klopp's capable of yeah. with any player. You'd like to think, I, don't, could, I, I, I don't think so. No, you don't not think at so? All, no. No. But I just think they, like the only time he's ever really looked good was on Kenny's team that just slowed the game down and the defence never moved off the 18 yard box. Really, <laughs> it's, it's, like, yeah, it's like when the crow eventually just lands beside the scarecrow. And goes, Is that? Is that a lot of straw on a fucking... Ge- oh, my God. All this time. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> really? You, Rafa. You. Yeah. <laughs> you cheeky fuck. Except at this stage, every crow knows oh, yeah. he's not they're real. All, they're all shitting yeah. on his head yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually great to see Rodgers in all this time there. I don't remember many times him coming out and really saying anything critical about any of the players for that much, mm. unless it was an off-field incident. Mm. Whereas Klopp is already out today Straight talking about away. his five midfielders. Yeah. Here's the areas that I feel they can improve in. He actually had a word for everyone and it was only yep. partially praising. Yeah. There, was, there was a little bit there of There was always something. There was always something. That's something. crafty. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's tremendous playing. Stuff. That's, that's it's, the it's, sort it's, of shit Ferguson used to do as well. Yeah. He was capable of spinning a little story yeah. to G up his player to say, not go fuck yourself the way unfortunately Rogers kind of had a way of doing with players by the looks yeah. of things but more of a I'll, I'll show you I can, I'm capable of being in this side and deserving of a place in this side and I think it's brilliant yeah. he, you know? he sort of challenged them rather than like, yes, he wasn't kind yeah. of saying they were she he sort of challenged them and said you can do a lot better and yeah. like, tried to coax more out of them but like yeah Martin Scott I don't, I don't see that as rescuable at all I mean he's he's a, what, about a year and a bit away from testimonial territory Mm. Like this is desperately upsetting stuff. <laughs> and I mean, he's he's had maybe a season, a good season, and then a couple of other decent half seasons mm, yeah. out of that. Maybe two, I think truthfully, if we could years. try and flog him in January and had somebody lined up, if Klopp had in his mind who he'd yeah. like to bring in yeah. an actual human being, imagine to, that. To, like. to, but to get you'd probably still get somebody to pay you ten, twelve million quid for Skirtle because he has this reputation for being 
Apparently. Even commentators still talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm. Martin Skirtle, the rock of Liverpool's defence. And you're going, well, that's why fucking rocks sink. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> he's not very good. You know? <laughs> Some rush so. him with more money than you know, on, uh, Alongside him, Sacco. Yeah, by he, like People have, have you know, have, have wondered about Sacco and have questioned about his ability and the whole lot. Mm. But again, you know, put him in, in a defence where the manager wants them to squeeze up, play a much higher line, get on the ball, play from the back. And he's just a natural in that. You know what I mean? He's just natural in terms of what he wants. And if if that's how we're to defend in terms of squeezing, high line, so to allow the team to get further up the pitch, allow them to, 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 to get in and mooch in the top half of the pitch, right? Then it's, you know, he's perfect for it. And I hate to say it, and people are going to go fucking apeshit. And I don't give a shit, right? But Lovren is more suited to play alongside him in, as the right centre-back than Skirtle is. Because Skirtle wants to drop 15 yards back mm. all the time. And he was the first one to drop all the time on Saturday. Sacco had them all up. Klein, smashing. Klein is smashing. Mm. Klein knows what to do. He's a very intelligent footballer. And again, they were cutting out crosses. Mm. You know, something that they weren't doing under Rodgers for two or three weeks or four weeks or yeah. five weeks. Where they'd stopped, where they started off the start of the season cutting out crosses. They were back to cutting out crosses again at the weekend. Mm. And the difference that that makes, mm. and it just shows you the capabilities of those two fullbacks, two of their strengths is stopping crosses. Mm. And that's what they were doing. And, and also, they had the freedom to get on all the time. Mm. And that's, you know, the, these, these are little things. These are things that we've been talking about and talking about and imagining that that was what was going to happen at the start of the season anyway. Yeah. But didn't happen. And then when it happens, you're saying to yourself, well, you know, it brings you back around you hear so many times saying to people well how the fuck are we meant to know so you only sit there and watch the game and they're managers and the whole lot but like, when you see things happen that you've been saying why aren't we doing this and it happens and then it's mm. suddenly good mm. you've got to ask yourself how can somebody not see that that's involved with those players and is coaching them on a day to day basis thankfully we seem to have a fella who knows what the strengths of each of the players even going back to the, the midfielders he knows where he wants each of them to improve he knows how to ask them to improve that way yeah He's already identifying the 5%. And it's the 5% on the majority of professional footballers, good professional footballers, that, that takes them from being the next level. a good player mm. to having a real worth in a team challenge for top four. There was mm. something very um, Rafa about the immediate aftermath of the match where he, he, Klopp was out in the pitch and he was having a really in-depth conversation with Lucas. Lucas was just full of enthusiasm, chatting away to him. And he went around each and every person. And we had Jordan Ibe getting a slap in the face for not making eye contact, which I absolutely fucking loved. I think that was wonderful. But if you can see that influence there and you can, and we've said it before, you're going to get with any new boss, even if fucking Sam Allardyce had come in, you got a little bit of a kick on for the new man. But the personnel that were there, one thing that was desperately short in the, st- in the, in the side was pace. It was the mm. two fullbacks that you mentioned were mm. our only outlet, our only little bit of pace. I was amazed at how little pace Origi seemed to have. I know you've a theory about this that he's kind of a he builds up to it. Yeah, yeah. He, as I said to you, he he's a, 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 a he's a four hundred meter man rather no, he, than a one hundred meter man. He's he's, he's a motorbike drag racer, mm. so it takes him a bit to get going. And when he goes, then he flies. Does he slide on the corners as well? He slides in the corners right, as well, okay, and he's okay. very good in straight lines, mm. but not great in going around corners. Actually, it's not, he's not built for going around corners. It's yeah. more about straight line speed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, whereas whereas storage is, is not like he's you know he's he's a Formula One car off the start off the start line. It's all about acceleration. That first five yards, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Suarez, Suarez was had horrific pace, has horrific pace, but his first five yards is it's all about acceleration. And Gerard get, was the same. He had that burst to just get, I, get a yard past yeah. somebody, and, then, and when you go, you go. But mm. the, you know that's where you need your pace. Uh, you know, as especially if you're playing the top Except half the of the pitch. You know, or even even in midfield. You know, if you want to get past, because when you've made that yard very quickly on somebody, their reaction is to either trip you or let you go. Mm. So one one of two things happens: you get a free slash peno, or you're into space where you can get a shot away or play a decisive pass. And it's also crucial that when you have teams pinned in their own in their own uh, in their own toward. Mm. that the space that's going to open up is two or three yards. Mm. It's not 15, 20 yards. Mm. You're not going to be playing balls at the space where somebody's going to be able to, who, have, who has pace over, say, 10, 20 yards is going to get onto. They have to have quick acceleration to get in and meet those small little passes. And that's what we're trying to We're trying to play, as I said to you, we're trying to open up teams intricately around the box, which will create one or two yards on a pass. And it'll be, you'll need one or two yards acceleration pace. And that was his chief criticism of the team. He said that we weren't cool in the right situations and we didn't see passes 
that were there. We didn't use our brains, he said, or whatever whatever phrase he used. Um, but you, you do get excited when you think about a little bit of dynamism coming into that team. You know, Absolutely. A little bit of explosivveness. Listen, there's, there's very the, few players out. better at, at seeing that pass than what Coutinho is. So he had yeah. an off game. Let's, let's yeah. put that to one side. Yeah. I think he will absolutely excel in this side. Mm. I think Firmino is, a, is an intelligent footballer from the limited amount that I've seen him. He just seems to, I don't mean for Liverpool in terms of just seeing the little bits that, that I've seen um, in, in the past. He seems to have you know, a, a level of intelligence in terms of when to play the right ball and when not to. Um, well, and Lallana has that yeah, as well. well Let's be say. honest, Lallana does have it. Do you know what I mean? He's he's not a, he would, like we slag slag him over as Cruyff turns and whatever else. Mm. But he's just poor at the pass. Pardon? That that will ultimately be his downfall. Poor at the pass. Yeah, yeah, he sees the pass, but it's the execution of it is mm. is the is the problem half the time. <laughs> that would be know? his downfall. I can see where the players will have their downfalls. Mignolet's distribution won't be good enough. And I mean, not I'm not even talking about his kicking. I'm talking about the ball out of the sand. Voidenfeller used to when Klopp was at Dortmund and most German goalkeepers feed quickly from their hands in terms of throws to start things off a lot quicker than mm. having to wait to kick the ball. And so even this brilliant shot stop won't be enough. You think yeah. ultimately? Yeah. 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 yeah, I think like players like Lallana and you don't know, players like <coughs> Henderson. The pace that we're going to play at now, I think, will suit them better. Like, Lalana, obviously, the big joke about him is his turns, but, like, you have to give it to him. He is good at turn, taking the ball on the turn. It's like when he comes up against a packed defence and he takes a, a touch, a lovely touch, and then he tries another lovely touch and mm. another lovely turn and all that, and he's not getting anywhere. Whereas now, like, we've got, we'll have the defence on the back foot, like, we're trying to catch yeah. them before they're, yeah. Yeah. I think Henderson, they're properly entrenched. Like Henderson is going to suit this. He likes playing at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. This, like, Henderson's best form was when Suarez was there and the team was playing at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. This is going to suit him down to the ground. Milner, people were rubbishing him and criticising him on Saturday. I, look, I thought, I actually thought he was in his best area, which is out on that right-hand side as part of the, the, the three sort of attacking midfielders. And he's, he was able to cover into midfield when Lucas's legs are gone mm-hmm. and then was back out to, to do the do He'll the probably be a bit pissed off about it because, you know, he signed for us and his idea was I'm going to play central midfield. But truthfully, yeah. he's a very industrious player to have out there and and he looked, he looked well. And you know what, if that's, for the best for, if that's what's best for the team, because I still think Hendo and Chan in that, you know, you replace Lucas with, with Henderson. Yeah, I think you're in an excellent position. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean. For the moment, if we if if we make some different signings, then, uh, honestly, I don't care who plays anymore. I really don't. I, yeah. I'm not getting upset by saying, "Oh, I can't believe he didn't start," or "I can't believe you know this person didn't start." I don't give a shit. Once the actual system is right, yeah, it should become the less and less relevant. It should yeah. be less relevant yeah. as to what individuals. If it doesn't matter mm. if Coutinho doesn't get a game, because <coughs> if Lalana goes in and performs in yeah. that position, or whoever, or for me, or Ibe, or whoever it is, goes in and performs better in that, or 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 even not better because it's hard to quantify, but goes in just, and has a good game, who cares yeah. whether yeah. Coutinho's on the bench or not? Yeah. And we need to get that out of our head. It doesn't always need to be our favourite players on the pitch. Just it needs to be like, exactly. Yeah. It needs to be the the group of players that are that are best suited to it. You know, yeah. and, and so you're, you're saying then Colo Torre instead of Saka for for Sunday against Southampton. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what? Yeah, of course I'm going to sit there and go off oh, for fuck's sake. But if Torre can came in and Klopp sees something that he says there's something about Southampton that I think Toure can do a better job there and he goes in and has a good game happy days if he goes in and has a shit game but then you're going to have the right to say I think Sacco should have started there mm. instead but that's kind of how I feel you know like I think I think part of the the system that we're going to employ is down to the fact that I watched the thing on, on Klopp there the other day and mm. he actually has pulled his system um, from the 1972 Munchen Gladbach side. Oh yeah, yeah, and and that's where you're going to see. Um, Do you spell that with a, a, an umlaut? Yeah, it's M U umlaut C H. And um, mm-hmm. so I think I think from that you will you will see um, an element of of you know that side. If you want to go back and look at them, I haven't done so yet. But I think you will see an element of of that creep, and that's what he said he wants to bring in. That's where he said he's got the idea of of the high mooch rather than. Um, rather than a pressing game, mm. so we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Listen, it's it's much of a muchness, much of a muchness. In fact, much yeah. of a muchness. Yeah. I like yeah. it, Trevor. Thanks, uh, Emery Chan. Paul, were you yeah, thought, were you enthused? Yeah, I thought so. Like like the team, kind of not not like a monstrous ninety minutes from him, but like there was good signs out of him. Like I thought some of his pressing was brilliant because that's one thing that things that's been leveled at him that like you know he doesn't have the engine to kind of mooch for the whole game but he, I think I think there are proper signs that he will yeah he will get there he needs um, to shoot more doesn't he 
Yeah, and it, well, he nearly got a winner he, at yeah. the end. But yeah, he, I, I think definitely, like, because he, he does have a bit of a, a rocket in his right boot. But um, I thought him and Lucas did quite well. Lucas probably got exposed, I think, over over the course of the game. You know, the pace that the game was played at, and I think I think it kind of exposed the fact that he can't really take the ball on the turn. I think yeah. he got us in trouble a few times passing backwards. I think the but, most, I think on the Lucas bit, the the fact that Klopp says that he can pass left and right. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think yeah, it's yeah. the most underhanded, undercut ever dealt out to a pitch. Yeah. He I, thought, I, thought he st- I thought he started okay. You know, I thought we probably got 30, 30 minutes out of him. 26. Uh, 26 minutes. I'm going to give him the benefit of the other four. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we probably got 30 decent minutes out of him. So what that says is that, you know, okay, he's probably not the right man to start games once we have all our midfielders back. But if you need to just shore up a little bit bring him in he has a half an hour of 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 Tank. uh, yeah tanking him that he that he can work at that speed you know what I mean? He can work at the at the speed that's required. And even, that team. even when the legs do disappear, um, you know, if that's if that's the accepted wisdom that we're going with, I, I never hate seeing looks in the team. I, I, I don't hate it. I'm know, not Damo Flood levels of that's, rage. That's, over that's because you've got head problems. Well, I do have <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. this is hard to argue. I do have issues. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't. Um, I can't. I'd uh, love to want to. I have no comeback. <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 the reason Chan will be a good player for Klopp is that Klopp's not looking for his midfielders to dominate the game with 200 passes each. It's all about, like, do they have the energy to keep us going? Like, you yeah. can just keep the ball moving quickly. It's, it's not going to ticky-tacker or anything yeah. like that. It's just, you know, get the mooch going, get forward and get back when we lose it. Yeah, yeah, I love seeing him just moving forward towards the opposition penalty area with the hand set. You know, the way yeah, he yeah. holds his right hand out just like this. Like he's carrying, I love seeing, I love like he's carrying a shopping bag from Tesco. <laughs> he's carrying a shopping bag. Yeah, yeah. I like seeing him even, even without the ball when he's going forward. There was a bit where Klopp, I think, did a big air punch when they would chan like chase out and threaten to monster someone out with the, the touchline yeah, yeah. after the big kind of team mooch. So yeah, like I think I think Chan's going to be brilliant. I think he has the personality as well to play well for Klopp. Like mm-hmm. I think Klopp's the sort of manager who gets players like players like Chan and Sacco who are kind of vocal. He gets more fire in their bellies, I think, and I think the two of them will be brilliant for us. What do you reckon? What do we think then? As a kind of a sum up that the, the manager will have learned um, from the game, is there anything like? I think I think he's Skirtle got to go. I think the main thing he's going he's going to have learned is that Martin Skirtle doesn't fit into his team, but he's going to have to play him at the moment because of just the personnel issues, um, and he's not going to destroy him in the press. But at the same time, he's not going to talk about him in the press, which he hasn't. Yeah, um, close apparently to come. Back, so you could, yeah, end up seeing. Well, that. if if he is, maybe we'll see him on Thursday, mm-hmm. um, playing at right centre back, which I've been calling out for for now the best part of six months. But the, the you know, I I just think that he's learned that this team needs to get fitter for the Uber mooch that he's trying to get to get going on the side. So yeah, definitely. There's like there is a level of fitness that's required for what he wants the team to do that. They're just not at yet. So people are going to need to get over themselves. There's not going to be any quick fix here. It's going to be... No, it's, it's, no. It's, 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 we, we, we said that last week. Yeah. You're going to have to give him time. He had X amount of days to work with the players. He has less days this week because they've a Europa League fixture on Thursday. Mm. You know, this is going to take four or five months before we, act, before we see the team really taking the shape in terms of the style he wants. And at that stage, yeah. it's going to it'll evolve more because... You'll come around to summer and he'll, you'll have players in that he really wants to impact in the areas that he needs to impact. He needs to see now who in this squad he wants to keep, who has the capability. For next season. Yeah, who has the capability to go to the levels that he's expecting the team to go to, right? Yeah. And they're all going to get fair game to, to, to do this. So this is not pre season, but it's effectively a pre season for him to see who each of these players are and what their capabilities are. He praised Milner in terms of being a machine. I'd say. That was probably one of the highest pieces of praise that you could get from Jurgen Klopp in terms mm. of this fella is non-stop and will go all day for me. And I love this. And he's going to see that from right? Henderson as well. He's going to see that from Henderson. You know, he's talked about Coutinho he can give us a lot more on the ball. So already he knows that he knows what Coutinho is, is capable of. Yeah. Now it's up to Coutinho to deliver. He's talking that the land needs to improve by 20, 30 percent. That's damning. That's damning in terms of because he's he's talking about fitness levels there. He said he remembered him from a Southampton time and he was a yeah. different player back then. Yeah. It's, it's so it's it's damning in terms of saying, listen, fella, you need to up your game because twenty six yeah. minutes isn't good enough for me. Do you know what I mean? He, he's had a visible impact already, and I think that's even more remarkable because it's not as if he's taken over a team 
that was playing well then had you know a month and a half of shy form and sacked their manager this is like this is a team where you that you can't even remember the last time they played well probably 13 14 for 60 yeah, it's like, been regressive for 6 months it's been, it's been like a ship it's, a bit, it's, like, it's been like a ship without a captain now for about a year mm. and he has to come in and try and change that with a completely different style of play so I think what we've seen so far is I think it's been really good actually when you consider the kind of the, the mess really that he's taken over Yeah, I, I think there's a need to adopt the same philosophy that some people had to Louis van Gaal last year and that's if we can get top four Maybe not not playing very well. Maybe just because other teams fucked up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, someone get lets the, us in. Get to the summer. Somebody lets us in. Get to the summer in the top four. Yeah, and he's in a position. And you know what? I've been most impressed by in the last week how good he's going to be at attracting players. Yeah, and we have not had a manager capable of attracting players since Rafa Benitez. How does that impress you specifically? I'm, where, where the amount you... of people who have come out and spoken about him, the yeah, amount okay. of people that you see saying, Klopp, like Hummels is coming out there today saying Klopp is going to win Liverpool uh, Premier League. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? These are players that are coming out and saying these things because <coughs> I'm not saying instantly. Oh, Hummels wants to join Liverpool. That's ridiculous because yeah. he probably has his pick of guaranteed Champions League teams yeah. Dortmund are probably going to go back to being a guaranteed Champions League team let's be honest so I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is there's a level of respect that Klopp just commands he is probably in the top five coaches in the world if yeah. you look at you know who are around the major leagues you've got one coach in France in in um, Blanc you know what I mean um, you've got fucking two in uh, maybe three in in Spain you know, with Emery, you've got um, fucking Benitez and you've got um, David Moyes. Uh, David Moyes. <laughs> uh, well, our, our big pal, D Moyes. Um, but you know what I mean? You've got that. And then you've got Guardiola. I want to know him. about all these managers that you know about. I want I want to know the Steve-O list of the top 10 managers in Europe. <sighs> Who would I? Like, uh, what I mean by top 10 managers, I'm not talking about capable of getting their teams to perform because in 13 and 14 you could arguably say Brendan Rodgers you mean managers who are an attraction in themselves themselves, regardless of what club they go to players will be attracted to that club and that's what Klopp has Klopp has that ability to attract players and to make players want to come to the club to play for him Mm. not to come because they played as Liverpool on FIFA fucking 94 on their old (laughs) Sega Mega Drive Mm. because they were supported them along with Man United and every other club that was interested in the same player when they were a boy I'm talking about an actual fucking manager that brings people in because they want to play for him and actually Liverpool is the second most important part of that player wanting to sign, he is the number one, and we haven't had a, we haven't had that since since Benitez could attract the likes of Xabi Alonso, Reina, and Torres, and, and, Torres and, yeah. and Mascherano, etc. Nunes and, it, it, like, and, it, and uh, Nunes and, <laughs> and Yosemi. It sounds real cliche and probably <laughs> ham-fisted to try and. I'm not making a comparison between the two of them as Liverpool managers, but the way his ex-players talk about him is the way you know when you listen to the players talk about Shankly where he was like, you know, the most domineering part of the club. And like, you know, you're like, you see them saying, what was it like to play for Shankly? And you can see them kind of looking, oh, jeez, it was deadly, he did this and that. That's the sort of thing like we've seen the ex-players from Dortmund come out with. Mm. like Half afraid of him as well. Yeah, you know, he's half afraid. He's a big, imposing, crazy yeah. cunt. Yeah. Let's be, if let's be was, honest if, about if, it. If a big fucker comes up to you who just randomly laughs every now and then, and you don't know, and maybe might give you a dig in the face if you're not looking at him. Yeah. Like, it, it, that, there it's, is a certain level of threat there. It's, it's like fifteen percent hey, hey, hey. insanity. Yeah. You know, I oh, know we're mates. Now I may slit your throat, <laughs> but we're good mates. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really charismatic. <laughs> it's like a really charismatic uncle that gives you a brilliant Christmas presents, but probably has a few bar- like bodies buried under. <laughs> Especially when he was at Dortmund and his hair was everywhere. He looks yeah. he looks a bit too kind of trim now almost like yeah. I, I want when to he goes when he goes mental on the sideline cuz and it will happen. Oh of course. It will happen. That's when you'll see. A couple of times he did on Sunday. BT brought up that yeah. little Klopp cam. Yeah. And I was really hoping they'd leave it up for the entire match. Because I was enjoying I that see. more yeah. than the fucking yeah. game itself. Yeah. And there was one bit, I think it could have been Chan, but I think it was Moreno cleaved one of their players yeah. on the sideline. And he was fucking and he was in the hoops laughing. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, he was yeah. literally doubled yeah. over. Like other managers would stand there stony faced yeah. and just maybe pat the fella on the back and just yeah. say, oh yeah, get on with it. And Klopp, it was like Klopp, you told, you told him the funniest joke ever. He was yeah. just looking at <laughs> Moreno, you crazy. But you're right, it's deeply unsettling yeah. because the next yeah. minute he was actually looking at Klein and it looked like he wanted to kill him. Yeah. 
their, their, their jaw was There's a set. level of intensity yeah. with him yeah. that, that is going to make... That's, that's the sort of shit that... <laughs> Dan Roberts. That's the sort of shit that makes those sort of managers, you know, have that level of, of authority. Yeah. You know, it's that little bit of craziness. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Well, hopefully we're going to see some more craziness on the sideline on Thursday night, which is our next game. Uh, we might as well start looking forward to uh, Liverpool versus Ruben Kazan then on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Klopp's first home game. Um, the crowd's going to get analysed, Paul, as much as uh, what's going on in the pitch, aren't they? It's definitely going to be a big talking point. And, you know, we love looking at ourselves more than any other fan base. We're always analysing each other and there's all this division and stuff. The, the the crowd is going to be the focus of attention, isn't it? Like, how are they responding? You know? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I'm not sure how it is going to go because, like, obviously the away crowd is always great anyway. Yeah. But, like, Anfield has been absolutely rubbish now for years, bar kind of the title running that we yeah. had in 13-14. So, yeah, maybe will inspire it, but, like, I, I, can probably, I can probably still see the same sort of quiet periods that we're used to. Yeah, it's, it's just that it's hard to shed that anxiety that seems to be very much part of the experience these days. You yeah, know? it is. It's, it's, it's like uh, when Lambert and Enrique take you on the tour of the museum. Like, now, it's like, <laughs> now go and sit in your seat and shit your pants for fucking 45 minutes. Like, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, obviously, he's had a big impact. I'm not sure if he's quite enough of a miracle worker to kind of fix what's <laughs> wrong with Anfield at the moment yeah, the, yeah. the atmosphere yeah. so we'll, we'll see how it goes I'm sure it'll start off brilliant but you know the first time someone makes a mistake you know everyone will be pissing and moaning as usual I'd say would it be, I'm, I'm not so sure you don't think no I think I think there might just be that air of a buzz especially with it being a midweek game mm. people get there a little bit early couple of pints in them they're all mad to see fucking big Yorgi Bear on the on the, on the line and I think it might actually just have a really you know, they want to impress him. Yeah. You know, and, and I heard Gary Neville coming out and saying during the week about how, you know, it's a little bit embarrassing. Now, I, he wasn't actually being too critical, but he was kind of saying Liverpool should feel that that is the sort of manager they deserve, not be fawning over him like he's the Messiah. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of do understand where he's coming from on that, but we haven't been in that situation for a good while. So, mm. of course, we feel like that at the moment. We feel like, oh my God, the hot bird and the disco chose me. Uh, it's you a bit, I mean? it's a bit rich coming from Gary Gary Neville after that noise he made when Torres scored in the semi-final of the Champions League. No, I know, I know that. But like, what, yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like Neville, but, but what I'm saying is, I think the fans will be out to show Klopp that this is, you know, his new fucking place to be and, and that they can rock it as well and I and I hope that's the case anyway. Do we think this election will tell us quite a bit about his priorities? Um, Phil you've previously spoken about how you, you think he's definitely going to zero in on the Europa League as, as, as a very very important competition for us. Can we expect to tell a lot by the, or, or are we just limited by the, the injury situation anyway? We're limited by the injury situation. Supposedly Sturridge is fit and he's going to play him. So I'm glad to see he that. You're saying Benteke mm. is close as think, well, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. But like, if, if you have Benteke on the bench and Sturridge starting, yeah. Benteke probably gets minutes as well. Sturridge mm. gets 60 minutes assuming that he hasn't done his knee again. Like it is something. only a bang he got. So fair enough, it took him out the other day because mm. it was a near... I'd say nearly had that been a, a Sunday or a Monday game, he might have been probably okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was the yeah. fact that it's a 12 o'clock Saturday. They gave him a fitness test before the game. You don't do that if, if well, a player and, and isn't that, very and, close. And look, they're going to be nervous. Yeah. Because of his injury record, mm, like you know, there's there's a bit of fucking, right you know, so. why why and and it was good to see Klopp not playing because like why start him and risk him if you're going to lose him for six months mm-hmm. because of the thing you know I don't think I would have been amazed that has had Rogers done that do you know what I mean yeah. I would have been amazed had Kenny done that because they are t- he's 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 perceived the to moment. be too big of a player that we can't score goals with all of the other injuries going on with the loss of Ings with the loss of Benteke and you're left with Origi so that's such a big call mm-hmm. to say I'm not even going to put him on the bench Yeah, I'm so, going to put Sinclair on the bench instead mm-hmm. and I'm going to play Origi because I rate Origi now that was a big huge um, handful of confidence for Origi to say do you know what fella I believe in you mm-hmm. and no matter what happens today I'm going to say nice things about you in the press and I believe in you and, I think, and, and you're a player that I see that has a future here I'd say, although he didn't look like a player that was full of confidence, but that's because he's lacking a goal. If, you know, Rigi went out there, fucking shoulders bigger than they have been for a while, you know, head up in the air, ready to go out and fucking run and, and just mooch all fucking day long for, for Klopp. So when I'm looking at, at, at Thursday, Sturridge is going to be really hungry to get back in to show mm. Klopp how much he, he can give to this team. Mm. You know, that it, it, all this talk about him not being a hard worker that he's going to move as hard as anybody else in that team. And the same for Sunday. You know, it's it's a big game as well on Sunday in terms of Southampton. We can't afford, 
not to win against Southampton if we harbour ambitions of winning the league. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really important that we get two good results now, two back-to-back wins, and really get the, the Klopp era underway. I, I, could see, I could see Origi starting again on Thursday yeah. with, with mm-hmm. Benteke not on the bench mm-hmm. and Sturridge getting 30 minutes if because ultimately his match fitness isn't that bad. Like his match fitness was fine till last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, you lose a little bit of sharpness in a week and a half, not enough to be worried about. So you give somebody 25 minutes at the end on Thursday just to sharpen them up a little bit. He starts on Sunday. Then why why take the chance on starting? Yeah, and maybe even have Benteke on the bench. Exactly, have yeah. Benteke yeah. on the bench for Saturday or for Sunday. Um, with with Origi, Sinclair comes out of the squad. You know what I mean? That's that's what I could see happening, and and that's showing that little bit of faith in, in Origi because he's come out and backed him and said, "I liked him when I was at Dortmund. I tried to get him. I think expensive. he can be a good player." But Liverpool nabbed him, <coughs> you know. And I, I'm looking forward to we're going to have some fun. I'm looking forward to working with all that sort of stuff. I think it'd be a bit harsh then to nail him to the bench again on on Thursday night. It's a game we should be winning, you know. I don't, I don't see. It. I think. I think um, if Firmino's near start near fitness or fit, he'd probably play him. You know, there's enough players there to give different players a run out. Joe mm-hmm. Allen starts on Thursday. Should do anyway. Yeah, should do right because um, he needs to have a look at him. You know. Yeah. Ruben Kazan, I think, are twelfth in the Premier League in Russia. So I mean, I know this sounds disrespectful, and I don't give a gee. Like to be honest with you, no. I really don't care what Ruben Kazan are. Like I don't even know what country they're in. So to, to me, it's Spain. It's, Grant, yeah. <laughs> is it David Moyes now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, genuinely, right? Uh, the way I see this is that we are Liverpool. Tra la 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 la. Dear God. And we should be, we should be at least capable of beating Ruben Kanzana home. Mm. Right? Now, unless they're a world superpower, which they aren't, or unless they're in the Champions League, which they aren't, we should be capable of beating them at home. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think Klopp looks at this and says even the reason I'm saying he likes to start Norigi, I think he thinks in his own mind he can probably take seven points from the last three games, which is what we'll have after Thursday. We'll still have them all to play again. Yeah. And I think he's saying to himself, even if it was a draw on Thursday, it's not the end of the world. He'd be confident that by the time two more weeks come around, because I don't think we have a game the following week. I think it's the week after that before we have a Europa game again. Yeah. I think he'd be confident of having a good squad back. And I think we're going to see him treat the Europa League and the Premiership nearly as, as equals and then give extra time in the likes of the FA Cup and the Carling Cup or whatever the fuck it's called now mm. um, to, to the squad players. I think you're going to see... So he'll be looking at that and saying, well, listen, when I bang out my full-strength team in the Europa against Ruben Kazan, against Bordeaux, you know what I mean? We can take the points in those matches. That's that's a, you know that's why I could see him starting with a couple of lads. The likes of Rossiter might get a run on yeah, instead if, of Lucas on if, Thursday. If, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you if you take a look at the the two games, right? You know he's not going to play Lucas in both matches. I can't see him playing it because no. he knows that Lucas doesn't have it in his legs. Well, not three so, games in eight days. And the way he wants him to play, he's not going to have it in his legs. He may not even play Chan because Chan has played in every single game this season. Yeah, you know, so he's going to move it around. I think he thinks Milner's a robot, so he knows he can play him in both but you games. But you saw that bench at the weekend. I mean, <laughs> well, why, why doesn't why not play Chiravella? Yeah. Why not play? You know, why not why not give Teixeira again? Mm. What's he got to lose? Yeah, I think a lot of people like to say that. No, no, I'm just I'm just saying these are not. You can put the you can put the senior players on the bench if you need to save the game or something like that. But like, why not? Because the the, the benefit he gets out of that is that Ruben Kazan ain't going to know anything about those players mm. outside of a thing mm. and. These players, are, you don't think he's going to have a galvanising effect on these kids. Because when Chiravella came on in, in the League Cup game, he did very well. Hmm. You know, Joe Teixeira has never put a foot wrong when he's played that one game against Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> in those 11 minutes of football, he got nothing wrong. <laughs> he got nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing wrong. And then, and, and then you, you've still, but you're still strong enough to go into the Southampton game. And assuming that Storage is back, you've got Storage back for the Southampton game. So Origi drops out to the bench. And then you've still got, more or less, the, the team that played against Tottenham probably starts against them. Starts against them. But if Lovren is fit, he starts against Kazan and Torsley. Yeah, and get and get a chance to get a chance to see whether yeah. he can do his thing or not. Yeah. Going back to his old club, especially you know, mm. especially against Southampton, because Southampton like, we, we haven't talked about the Southampton game. You know, Southampton are going to be a very tough side to beat because they're well drilled and they're now into the second season with a manager with his squad playing the way they want to play and they're very efficient in terms of what and they, they do. just got sickened by Claudio Ranieri's incredible mm-hmm. comeback boys at the weekend it doesn't matter they're going to be it, they're going to be going for it yeah. right and you know it, it'll be up Leicester. to it's going mm. to be something 
that we have to go out and do it. We have to get a win. It's been, I can't remember when we last won a league match. It was... Villa? God. Was, and then before that, when was the last time we win a league game? Sometime in 2006, I think it was. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you can say, it's <laughs> like, I can't remember what it's like to win a league game. Yeah, certainly not to, to and, or a, run or, together, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and this, this, this is the key now. Win the next one. Win the next one. Hmm. And forget about what's what Southampton, Chelsea? Which? The next two games. New Southampton next two and games. Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is... It's yeah. not asking for much. It's not asking for a whole lot. Win the next one. Win the next one. See what happens then. Then win the, win the next one. Remaining twenty. Win the next one and the next one. Maybe a draw on the next one. But then, then win, win the, the next, next one. one. Yeah. And then we'll be get we'll be getting bought. We'll see Christmas. where we are. We'll yeah. be there at the about <laughs> yeah. fifth. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably we'll probably win the league at Christmas again. Yeah. You know the win the Christmas league. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the league, Christmas Day. Get yeah. the trophy out. Get the trophy out. The Christmas trophy. But uh, genuinely, that's that's how thirteen fourteen happened. Hold up a turkey. We just got out of a bad run of games and put a couple of wins together and all of a sudden we were there, thereabouts come when Christmas When you say time. a couple, you mean 13 straight <laughs> wins. <laughs> that, was the, that was the second one I talking about up to Christmas. Oh, right, okay. after, okay. up, up to Christmas, Give you that. we basically just got a couple of wins and kept ourselves ticking over all the way up to Christmas and all of a sudden teams up the yeah, top. Yeah, it was early December points. we started to actually yeah. turn things around. Then we had a couple of draws over Christmas and stuff. And Get been. points now on the board. Put points on the board. Had we won on Saturday, we would have been fucking forced or something. And now, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a nine-point game, yeah. so uh, we did drop eight points at that draw. I know, and you know, now we're eight points behind, but yeah. one win against Southampton, and we'd be right back there in the mix. Yeah, seriously, there, there. We win. We back in, against, the back in the mix. We beat Southampton. We're only a point behind City because yeah. we're eight points behind them now. So. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. That's yeah. Going into yeah. the Chelsea game with a chance to go top of the league. That's Phil, the way it looks. Philconomics. Yeah. I just can't wait till we get the quality of the mooch up a bit. I mean, I, I want to skip forward to that point. Does Forty-five that minutes of gegging mooching instead of just like twenty-six minutes. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be the that'd be that's the next. That's step the goal. Up, I think. Yeah. That's the well, goal. I think, I think if you another mooch... fifteen minutes each of mooching. Yeah. Each like you know week, it, it, I think incremental mooching. Well, I yeah. think if you mooch Spurs for forty five minutes there on Saturday, you're one 0 up. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. And and then you know, okay, second and half the defending have, the lead would probably give even more mooching. Like you know, probably, well, it's, it's going to draw them out a little bit more. So so you're going to have probably your top three players mooching a little bit less. But but still, gaps are opening up because they have to they have to come out a little bit to to get back into the game. That's very exciting to think about, isn't it? Well, I'm excited. Right, let's get some um, non-score predictions for how we think things are going to go. Well, oh, we kind of got the feeling already. Everyone, everyone here is saying we're going to win on Thursday. Well, I wouldn't like to be so certain about that, Trevor. How, what, what would you think then if you were to talk about... I'm not certain we'll win. Um, I think there's a good chance we probably score two yeah. and I can't see them scoring a goal but I wouldn't like to say we'd win the match okay 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 Paul have you any ideas I, I don't know how because I, I was all for kind of just being in the Europa League under Rodgers because he had no hope of winning it yeah. but um, I, like Klopp could do something in it so I, I don't know what way he's going to approach or whether he will throw in a load of youngsters which is you know you don't know what's going to happen there or if he'll go with most of the first team in which case we should win mm. but I, I'd probably I'd probably throw a few youngsters in and I wouldn't be too disheartened if we drew the game at all okay okay potentially a draw what do you think Phil? you know I think this could be a high scoring win for us mm. I think we we probably get six or seven and <laughs> <laughs> the mooch apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm looking at I'm looking at Anfield absolutely pumping yeah you know, we'll all be singing the Klopp song. Lucas uh, with at least a hat trick. No, no, no. That, no, that's that's just gone a bit too far. But like, I, I definitely, Sorry, I, I just, I just, I oh know. Yeah, stop ruining <laughs> me, boss man. But Such no, a ruiner. I, definitely. Yeah, I think, I think. Okay, maybe not six. Definitely seven, though, because <laughs> <laughs> I think this is Besiktas all over again. Yeah. Yeah, we could even get 11. All right, cool. 11. Uh, do Southampton for me now as well. Oh, Southampton's going to be a toughie. Yep. Is that a home or away? It's home, I believe. Tampton is a home game. Right, so the lads will stay there after the 11 0 win in the ground. Mm. For soaking up the atmosphere. Soaking for up three the atmosphere days. for three yeah. days, right? And Klopp is going to have them train on the pitch and everything, just, you know, to, 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 to keep the atmosphere up. So it's going to be an uber atmosphere at the game on Sunday, Sunday as well. So I think. Is that the four o'clock match or is it the. Yeah, it's early? the four o'clock match. I think we're live one, yeah. So I think we will. Maybe. So we'll scrape a game and uh, we'll scrape the win uh, by maybe three clear goals. 
That is narrow. Um, yeah. Paul, how do you see Southampton going? I think we went 2-1. Okay. Another, another 15 minutes of moving into the second half. Should be enough. I think, yeah, I think we went 2-1. Yeah. Steve, all confident of a win? Um, no, in, in seriousness, I'm, I'm not overly confident in a win against Southampton. I, I think myself. I think a goal separates the game. What way that goes, I don't know. Mm. Um, but I think there'll just be a goal in it. That's yeah. you know what I mean. Whether it's two one, whether it's one nil, you know. But, but I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared what Pele is going to do to Skirtle. He's very he... old now, mate. So it's <laughs> <laughs> unlikely he's going no, to do much. Well, to be well, honest, when he takes a few herbal Viagra's, he can still <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'm scared what your man Pele will do to yeah. to Skirtle because like if Harry Kane, who has absolutely no ability whatsoever, can destroy Skirtle or physical presence or physical presence. Graziano Pele. Well, yeah, that's up to that's up to Klopp to say to Sacco to go and do Pele. You know, if he if Pele just decides to pull on the skirt all the time, there's absolutely like there's nothing you can do unless you're going to keep swapping sides between your centre backs. You know it yourself, and you know he's going to get targeted. If I, if Kuman is not a tick man, he's not he's not an or an English media or an English manager, and he's I'm not going not to, a smart man. He's not going to he's not going to think that Martin Skirtle is anyway near. A good physical defender whatsoever and they'll just go and they'll just attack him for the whole match mm. that's that's my only concern so if if, if Lovren starts instead of Skirtle we'll, we'll definitely win there's a shout there's a shout alright that'll do us hello this is Ronnie Whelan here and you're listening to Tripper Chats unbelievable stuff you ask me anything about Liverpool FC I will answer that immediately I'm an encyclopedia as you know I played for Liverpool in the 1980s won many trophies played with the likes of Kenny Dagleach Graeme Sooners oh, what, a, what a team we were we were just unbelievable anyway Tripper Chats no Sacco like Sacco moves Sacco moves like he's a fat person like if you look at his arms and legs he moves like he's a fat person but he's really he skinny waddles. like yeah skinny and he, he, it's like he has to really push his arms and legs to move but he's not like that's actually a all. great show yeah Mm. That's a, that's what it is. Because so, I was yeah. looking at him, I was like, why does he look so weird? Like, is it the way his limbs bend and all? And then I was like, no, if you imagine him as a fat person, that's how a fat person Maybe he was would really be fat straight <laughs> forward with the ball. Maybe where, he was a really fat kid, and that's scared how he was like the holographic <laughs> impression of a really big colossus. So you think, Jesus, your man's going to be really scary. Then you go up and you put your hand through, and he's just not there. <laughs> it's like. Oh, it was like the only, Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's only, I'm, only, I'm meant to think you're there so I don't come yeah. in. Yeah, go on. All right, okay, right. So before we do Trippers Chast then, Phil, I believe you've got a German, clever German word. We have, yeah, yeah. Which is? Tor speaking, Tor speaking, Tor speaking. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- What? What happened there? Seriously. <laughs> I, haven't had a I have no idea what's after happened. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's had a brain aneurysm. <laughs> we have just one person. foosball talking. <laughs> ah, okay, you're, you're trying to create a jingle. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so the word is that was shit. By the way, oh yeah, cheers. But what what, what we going Absolutely depressed. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking get on with it, will you? <laughs> It's bad enough we're going to have to listen to one of your wanky songs at the beginning of this. <laughs> Don't start making jingles oh, as well, you prick. I really hear this week. No, I can oh, imagine. Wow. You mean the one they've already listened to? Yeah. <laughs> no, an hour ago on this stage. I'm talking to Steve-O now. Steve-O doesn't even listen. This, this he is live. He just goes in to hear where he talks. And then after that, then he goes... It's actually the only pods I don't listen to are the ones I'm on. <laughs> Seriously. Just, yeah, I never download the ones I'm on. I yeah. was here. I don't need to listen to all of what we've said for two hours condensed <laughs> into an hour. You know what I mean? It's a good show. It's yeah, a good show. I don't listen to the ones I was on because yeah. I was here for it. That's kind of how I work. It makes sense. It does. So who's your favourite tripper then? Seeing as you never, you never listen to. Give someone a shout out there. Who's my favourite tripper? Oh. Obviously apart from yourself. Of course from you. Well, you're the host, you know. Um... I would say um, probably Carl Turley. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. I'd say, I'd say my favourite my favorite tripper would probably be, I'd say Andy. Oh, yeah. Just because I think I just laugh my bollocks off because half the stuff he comes out with, I would be thinking that same way myself. So Yeah. yeah. It's he's, lovely. It's touching. I'm happy with that. But I love all of you guys. Cheers, bro. Uh, you made me pick one. The German, German word. Love you, Andy. Go for it. <laughs> Flug Kopfball. Flug Kopfball. Yeah. Which means? Um, a diving header. A diving header. Yeah. I heard it here first. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Right, let's get... Tra- Tor speaking! Tor speaking! Tor speaking! <laughs> Please also edit that one out. <laughs> absolutely insistent on this, Chingo. Okay, let's go through a few of these. Right, we've got a whole lot of Klopp questions. 
Klopp related questions. You know, uh, best Klopp song, uh, ideal Klopp boy in January. What do you think is Klopp's favourite breakfast cereal? I'm going to start with this one from Johnny Doyle, who says, if you could have Klopp on the pod and remove one regular, and I'm going to make this permanent, <laughs> who would it be that you'd remove? <laughs> so, someone's getting a bullet. Who is it? You have to remove a regular person. Yeah. Damo. Yeah, because he's just... He no, just doesn't come in anyway, so like, it would be grand. He wouldn't even know he's gone. Yeah. Or me, because I cancel every second week. <laughs> <laughs> if you come on the pod this week, oh, I'm 100% there, Phil, yeah, that yeah. day. Listen, mate, you're going to have to get some of that one tonight. Listen, Phil, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> you won't fucking believe this. Funny enough, I will, because every second week you cancel. <laughs> like the dad out of Liar Liar. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. day he's not going to be able to lie. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I lose my job that day. <laughs> Are Steve McLaren's pubes green, ginger or grey? Ginger or grey? <laughs> Steve McLaren's pubes. Like, that's a question that came in from Matt Robbins. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a fair game. That's a fair game. Feel free to tackle that. Lance. I don't think just for men have done a downstairs product yet. So I'd, I'd say he's. I'd say there's, the, it's grey with a tint of strawberry blonde. That's about as disturbing as I would I'd say he shaves his balls. Yeah, we, we had a chat about balls. I don't think so. I don't think so. He's from. The, well, he's been he, over in Holland. If he, if he doesn't shave maybe. that fucking island off the top of his head, he's probably got the same island oh, over his balls. So yeah. Wouldn't it be brilliant if he actually did shave his pubes into the shape of his head? <laughs> <laughs> just shave Steve McLaren's face into his fucking box. Like, well, it wouldn't be on you. Like <laughs> his chin, his chin being his sack, and his no. So yeah. So I reckon yeah. It looks like Steve McLaren's head. If you pull down his jocks, it just looks like you're talking to a mini Steve McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> if, you do an, well. if you do a handstand, you're basically talking to Steve McLaren again. <laughs> <laughs> Tuffed and off. Oh, God almighty. Okay, from that to... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick Wall is wondering, um, what's the worst situation in which you've ever used that'll do as an expression? I think it's off the back of the weekend match and then we go, yeah, no, no, that'll do. He says his one is uh, wiping your arse. <laughs> you know, that'll do. <laughs> it's, it's not not perfect. Probably cleaning up do. after a wank. He just, <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. That'll, that'll do, yeah. <laughs> I probably got most of it. <laughs> that'll do. I did you wake up and it stuck to you. <laughs> There, most of it's gone. I'm sure if someone sits there, they won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> it's my desk anyway. Show me, man. Never uses that pillow. <laughs> <laughs> the old danger <laughs> wank. <Danger wink. laughs> oh, God. Just done. 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 Enough. Jesus. Admin time. Astral Park Delay is where you find out about our hosts here, Astral Park, who um, let us do our thing every week. So check them out. Want to mention that the Day Trippers will be doing two live shows in the Corconian in Cologne this weekend. They'll be out next week at some point, whenever Phil gets to them. Come along, be friends, have a drink with us, celebrate, let's talk about the mooching. Want to mention Neil Poole's e-book, Why the Queen Will Ever Support Liverpool Football Club and other bits and pieces. It's available on Amazon.co.uk. Get on there, get yourself a copy. And it's free until Wednesday. If you're listening on Thursday, it was Wednesday gone. Unlucky. 
Day Trippers tonight were Stephen Daly, Paul Brown, Phil Casey, and myself, Trev Downey. Well, look, you're always looking for the signs that says to you that. Uh, <laughs> Get out! <laughs> The tension's unbelievable. You can't speak properly. Like, <laughs> your throat, goes, your throat starts to go because your brain knows what it wants to say. <laughs> your throat's going. Go on, same as said. He's just after unflagging it. Oh, you sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the intensity of the pressure. Can you remember what you said? <laughs> Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today so let's say you're into yoga or pilates or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me either way you know being flexible is key to doing what you love that's why smoothie king created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies plus type 2 collagen make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health so try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale order online today for pickup or delivery Smoothie King, rule the day. Sports Social Podcast Network.